This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk. 107.1, this is the place for entertainment. And uh, we talk about books. We talk about biographies. There's a new one about Jackie Kennedy Onassis. It's the Jackie O biography that people recently have done. Uh, yesterday, they they did a little pre- preview of it. And there were a lot of interesting points I wanted to talk about. Um, when you think of Jackie Kennedy, what do you think of, Bradley? I think of the just fabulous person and life uh, and former first lady of the United States. Right. Who like went through, I mean, just the trajectory of her life is incredibly, you know, vast, but also, Mm -hmm. I mean, a roller coaster. Right. Yes. Uh, And of course, she went through such a tragic event, you know, um, it's just something that no, nobody would ever want to go through. And her grace in dealing with that and moving forward in her life, I've always admired. Uh, so this book is called Jackie Public Private Secret. Uh, and this biographer seems to know a lot about Jackie. So is this like an authorized biography? Did he work with the family or did he have like I, her documents or? I, I don't think that he worked with the family just because some of the things that are mentioned, I don't think they would have wanted him to talk about. Uh, but one of the things that he wrote about, this is author J. Randy Tara Borelli. He did have contact and interviewed some people that were in Jackie's life, like one of them being uh, an architect who helped design the um, memorial at uh, JFK's Arlington Cemetery. That man in particular was, he says that he did have a relationship with her, that they fell in love uh, whenever he was designing that. And she knew that she could not have a relationship at that time, you know, um, because, you know, just the public wouldn't have accepted that. And so he in fact, wrote letters to her that he verifies, you know, that that um, she had in her possession. And one of the stories in this book is about how at the end of her life, uh, unfortunately, she died of cancer, that she started to burn a lot of letters that were from him and also photos and, and things like that that she did not want the public to know about, which is kind of sad because now we do know about them in this book. It's like these were secret private things that Jackie didn't want people to know, and now we do know. So it's a little like you have sort of a, you know, 
it's like your heart is torn to like know these things and not know these things. So that is one of the things that have come out and it is part of this preview that People Magazine talks about. Uh, and another, in addition to that, uh, we have information on the fact that to get through the tragic event that happened to her, she did have a therapist and that therapist uh, was Dr. Marianne Chris. And she was helping her through her PTSD through everything sure, from that the assassination i'm assuming you're unbelievable saying. yes yeah. exactly so um that doctor in particular how how this biographer knows this information i i don't know but apparently this therapist was the same therapist that marilyn monroe had used for many years oh, okay and the connection between that is that of course marilyn was it's always been assumed or alleged that she had an affair with uh, you know jfk and in their experience in doing therapy together you know jackie was not told by the therapist hey i also used to see marilyn um but she found out through other sources and she was absolutely adamant and asking the doctor i need to know what you know as far as what Marilyn said about my husband, my late husband, like I want to know if they actually did have an affair together. How did how did this guy figure all that out? Um, I mean, obviously, the therapist isn't going to share that. It doesn't go into it in this insider okay. article that I have, but I, I would have to read the book, which I plan on doing. Mm, but she wanted to know. And the therapist, of course, you know, didn't reveal that information and said, I don't know how that is relevant to our conversation. And Jackie would persist. It's absolutely relevant. Like this is relevant to me and it is important for me to know. But that isn't something that she revealed to her. Yeah. I mean, so. I was going to say a therapist worth their salts, probably not going to reveal details and also <laughs> about uh, their former. Exactly. Patients, no matter what, AKA, the- especially people that died a tragic death. Right. Especially under their circumstances. Like I do understand the therapist's point of view, you know, like just because she was rumored to be your husband's lover, that isn't going to help you get through this grief. Knowing that will probably just complicate all of our work that we've done. Uh, but I can't see how you would want to know. And, and it doesn't oh, matter really sure. who the patient is. You know, it's just doctor patient confidentiality uh, information there. Another so this is this book is coming out in July. It is, yes. Uh, and once again, it's called Jackie, Public, Private, and Secret. Another thing that's sort of trivial is that um, also in that is that um, she did date Warren Beatty for a while, and she said that he wasn't that great in bed. Oh, <laughs> Warren Beatty! If you're too young to to know this, was. You know, he's an actor that was known to be um, like a playboy and yeah. like just a catch and like everyone wanted to date him. Really attractive in his heyday. And, you know, he had a reputation for being a ladies man. Let's just say that. But Jackie apparently said, um, oh, he's fine. Men can only do so much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like that answer, you know. Delightful. I did yes. not know that they, uh, that must be new information that he uncovered. Uh, I think I it is. That. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't think that um, she would have wanted to have people know that. But um, Which begs the question, like, he must have gotten letters or diaries or, I mean, like, how did he, you know, find all this out? Yeah, I'm and so I'm sure that'll curious. be revealed in the book, but they don't say, I'm sure, so that you will read the book. Uh, she also reportedly said, felt that Warren Beatty was consumed by his own career in movies. Um, 
he was self-absorbed. <laughs> and it's like, well, that doesn't uh, that doesn't really surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, yeah I really am interested to read, not just because when we see these previews of books and biographies, you always get the spiciest information. Yeah. But I just would love to. I try to that, like if there's a book that I know I want to read, I try to avoid reading those like here's the 10 things you'll learn yeah. from this book because they're usually sort of like plucked from, uh, you know, an email that was sent uh, or an article that was published in People or another tabloid, and it doesn't give you context. And it really just, you know, like you want to read the actual background and context. Right. Before you get the all these tidbits. But just to bring attention that the book is coming out. So it comes out in July. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of the book again? It is called uh, Jackie public uh jackie public private secret by j randy terabarelli yeah new york times best-selling author of jackie janet and lee so he's obviously written books about her before Mm. um all right fascinating thanks for the book tip book tip book tip dawn and when we come back um kevin and christine who are they well that's kevin costner and christine baumgartner they're getting a divorce and things are getting dirty Remember that guy that was like living on their property and allegedly, supposedly, maybe was, you know, uh, swapping some saliva with Christine? Well, he got caught by a paparazzo at a Starbucks and had some things to say. We'll tell you what they are when we return right here on My Talk. (laughs) On My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. You've heard me say this, but it's true. Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony for over four decades. They know how to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. And you've heard me say this before, but it is road trip season. So if you're going to be out and about on the road for extended periods of time, it's always good to just bring the vehicle in and make sure everything's running. And uh, you don't want to have to think about different levels of fluids and things. He's like, I don't know anything about cars, but I know who to bring my car to. And that's Tom and his team over at Boulevard. So I want you to do that very thing before you head out on your next summer road trip. And also hurry up with that summer road trip because summer's, well, it's just not going to be here forever. Tom and his team at Boulevard are ready and waiting to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape all summer long. Head to blvdautoworks.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. You guys, we have to talk about the latest celebrity divorce going on. Um, oh, it must be hard having I mean, all the money in the world and lots of properties and things and having everybody know your name and having very high profile movie projects to work <laughs> on and then have to deal with the divorce. Oh my God, it's so hard. So guys. hard. I just want to go out to my ranch and stare at a field. I just want to go out to a bowl of ranch and stare out at a field. <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to tell you though, that yesterday you brought us the story, uh, Christine Baumgartner, who's the estranged wife of one Kevin Costner, they've both been in headlines because of their pending divorce, was asking for, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in child support. 248000 So much money. A well, month. I'm gonna I'm going to take us to Petty Corner in this story. Remember earlier this week when I said that... Uh, there was a guy living on one of their properties <laughs> mm-hmm. and allegedly, supposedly, maybe he got was getting a little too close to Christine and Kevin didn't like it. And then he got up in Kevin's face and then Kevin was like, you're out of my house. It oh, was like very Jerry Springer. That is exactly what the tab or said. very the like sun. on the uh, house floor. 
of the United States government. It's a long story. Um, <laughs> there's another story about people being petty. I'm just saying petty is <laughs> the course of our life. Anyway, that tenant just happened to walk out of a Starbucks, Dawn. What? At Wait a minute. At the very moment. <gasps> Weird. In Ventura, California yesterday, that a paparazzo... <laughs> From TMZ showed up. Oh my gosh. Complete in a fashion hat, getting into what I think is probably a Land Rover, because that's what fashion hat fancy people drive. Uh, he had some things to say with his iced coffee. Okay. <laughs> I love the low key shade with the fashion hat. No, I lo- like. We had a discussion we had, about You fashion and I had a hats. total conversation about fashion hats. <laughs> And it's just like, it's a thing, but it's a flex, right? Like, it's an intentional, I am leaving the house in a hat. I come from maybe, maybe it's just my generation, Dawn, but like, nobody, the only hats we wore were ball caps. Maybe, maybe like a uh, news, what do you call those newsboy things? I hate them. Yeah, Brad Pitt had a line of them, and I'm like, Like, I don't like this. Maybe I had one of those or something at one point because I wanted to be like newsies. Yeah. Oh, but I'm just saying we didn't have fashion hats anyway. This dude, Daniel Starr, he was leaving Starbucks yesterday, and (laughs) he's a celebrity chef, right? Daniel Starr, is he? I think so, but I'll have to look it up. Go on. Well, this is just the guy that was living in the guest house. Yeah. Anyway, so his name is Daniel Starr. Daniel. They just happened to catch up with him outside of Starbucks. He's a tech guy. Sorry. Go on. So they caught up with him outside of Starbucks. Just happened to. Like, what is the chance, do you think, that a paparazzo for TMZ is like, you know, I'm going to go over to the Starbucks in Ventura. And maybe, just maybe, this guy will show up and I'll recognize him. Because would you recognize this dude? I mean, yeah. you thought he was doing restaurants for five seconds. I thought I thought he was a celebrity chef, but yeah. he's not. He's a tech guy. I'm just saying, with like a fashion hat. This guy clearly called the paparazzo, and that's why he had the fashion hat on. <laughs> you with the fashion hat, she can't <laughs> I let hate go. It. I hate oh it. my! <laughs> She's going all in. You hate it too. I don't. It, but the story's not about the fashion hat, Dawn. <laughs> the story is about the Coffee. fact. <laughs> No, the story is about the fact that he called a paparazzo to refute the idea that he had got all up in Christine's business. In fact, he told them, you know, which this just paints a picture. We can talk about what the picture is in a moment, but here's what he said. He was apparently coy when asked about the confrontation because that was the original story. Mm. But he was clear about the fact that there was no cheating, saying they never hooked up and they were just friendly with each other. There's no beef. He doesn't have a problem with Kevin. He just moved out a few months before his 12-month lease was about to end. Uh-oh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. 
because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. That's bad. So he was kind of shady about what went down, but he was clear about the fact that there was no cheating. My point is, you call up a paparazzo for TMZ to find you in your fashion hat outside the Starbucks to be clear that you are not a cheater because you don't want that out in your reputation that you, you were the one that caused the end of their relationship. It, you call your PR or your PR person calls you and says, hey, dude, I know somebody over at TMZ. Get to the Ventura Starbucks ASAP and put on your fashion hat. Does that guy, does this guy have a PR person or isn't he just Everybody in LA has a PR person. I mean, if you're if living, call us BDE PR. If you're, if you're living on Kevin Costner's like bougie property, like you, you, you know, people, and I'm just saying this mm. was clearly a publicity move. I think so too. I think you're right. And he probably tried on many fashion hats where he left the house. Right? You're obsessed with the fashion. Hats. I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. I don't like it. Before I moved here, um, I actually consulted the listeners at, on my old show on the radio, saying I'm not a hat person right now, but I'm about to change my life and move to Minneapolis. I can't just be a hat person all of a sudden. But if you are coming to a town where no one knows you, you could be a hat. You person. could start over as a hat person. Should I be a hat person? And well, that was seven years ago when fashion hats didn't. were. I've I never decided seen you not in a fashion to. Hat. Great. Now I can't do it. Is that why you're so bitter? No, I just. Well, I decided that that would. I had too much going on. I was trying to move up. Here. <laughs> too much going on. I couldn't wear a hat. I had to like quickly like oh get God. out of my um get out of my home. I had to move my cats here. It was too much to go shopping for hats, and then I missed my window. Well, this guy, he obviously, you know, in L.A., they're very fast-paced. He's moving and shaking. He's got time for fa- for fashion hats and calling paparazzos. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know. So this person is like, don't blame me. I also noticed that he was like, the confrontation that the tabloids talked about, that that he confronted yeah, me, again, never happened. Yeah, again, he allegedly confronted Kevin Costner, right. or they got in each other's face yeah. over the fact that his wife, you know, felt like they were getting a little too close. And he's like, it never happened. That conversation never happened. Yeah. Which, whether or not it did, now we've established that the word of mouth from the person that was supposed to be involved is probably more important. Or he just wants to, like, distance himself completely from Kevin Costner No, I think Costner it's a case where, like, he's like, I don't need that shade out there that, yeah. like, I somehow drew, drove a wedge between these two and I need to correct the record and get it out there. Or, or, or he's an opportunist like everybody else in L.A., a.k.a. the world. I mean, he saw an opportunity to get his name out there because now he's in headlines, mm-hmm. right? Maybe he does. You said he was a tech person, but maybe... I don't know. Maybe he's looking for venture capital or maybe, you know, he is trying to make it in the world of acting. I mean, he's not a bad looking man in in a fashion hat. What does he look like under the hat? He's cute. Okay. We looked at pictures of him the other day. Remember you, you were not that amused by him. Oh, cause it's, mm. oh, oh, (laughs) that guy. He's okay. He's okay. I mean, he's nothing like if you saw him here in Minneapolis, you'd be like, I don't care. Oh my God. (laughs) I thought he was cute. I'm <laughs> just being just um, terrible today. When we come back from hating on fashion hats and randos that live on Kevin Costner's property, we need to talk about Cardi B. Apparently, oh. Dawn has a story about Cardi B's nemesis. Oh, my god! I don't know anything about this story, so I look forward to you telling us on the other side of this right here on My Talk 107.1.
Lee and Dawn, my talk, 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Um, I love this shade that has been put online just because of the way it starts and the way it ends. I'm talking about a blogger named Tasha Kay talking about her nemesis, Cardi B. Okay, I don't know Tasha Kay. Okay, Tasha, I did not either um, until I started researching these articles here. Uh, Tasha Kay is a YouTube star and blogger, and she's very popular. She has millions of followers, and she got into some hot water with Cardi B. Uh, Years ago, Cardi B said, well, she sued her for defamation. She actually won the case because this woman was trash-talking her. Okay, so um, Tasha K was trash-talking Cardi B. That's right. Um, she actually won the case and was supposed to pay Cardi B $4 million. Okay. Which is like, wow. That's a lot. This is a YouTuber. Cardi B obviously is a huge artist and, you know, probably doesn't need the money, but maybe she does. Or maybe she was just trying to make a point. Yeah. True. So um, Tasha Kay, uh, like I wanted to look up originally, what did Tasha Kay say about her? And I guess this the reason why she sued her is because uh, in 2019, she said um, that Cardi B had herpes. Oh, God. That you Cardi B that. previously you know, worked as a sex worker. Okay. That Cardi B cheated on her husband, oh. Offset. Okay. And used hard drugs, among other things. Well, I will say it is interesting that she was successful in that suit. And the reason I say that is because in this country, there's a very high bar mm. to, prove, to prove libel. Right. So I'm curious, like, she, it must have just been very clear that there was malice yeah. uh, intended yeah. Um, I don't know the details of the case, though, obviously, because I didn't it's even weird. know the story. But that's that's fascinating. So clearly she, you know, she won a victory. Why is there still drama between these two? Uh, well, because uh, Tasha Kay has filed for bankruptcy. And so she hasn't paid Cardi B the $4 million that she owes her. Okay. And I don't know what that means in the world of do you ever have to pay? If well, there's probably a lien on anything she's got, you yeah. know. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, um, they were supposed to start garnishing any income from her. And uh, in April, Cardi B was given the legal right to seize property wow. owned by her. So this woman does not like her. Now, if you were sued for that much money and it pretty much destroys your career, uh, I don't know if she, you know, I mean, when will she be able to make money again? 10 years, 20 years? Like, who knows? Popularity goes, you know, comes and goes. So are people are even going to pay attention to her by the time she can earn money again? So anyway, she put up a post, which I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is dangerous. Like, you're already being sued for $4 million and you're going to say this? This is what she said. I want to send a sincere apology out to the Barty gang which is Cardi B's fans. Okay. It's my fault as to why you don't have a second album from her. She's been in court with me for six years, distracted from her purpose. Now going on seven years. Atlantic, which I'm assuming she means records, is broke and won't help her pay for a second album. Offset is in court fighting to release an album. And my sister-in-law sold her rights to her catalog off too early in her career. So she's calling her her sister-in-law, but she's not. Uh, 
Um, now there's no money to produce the album. He's constantly taking car insurance ads oh God. to keep the lights on and pay lawyers to continue to chase me down for money I What's don't have. What's the whole have. point of her going after her now? Well, she says she doesn't have the money anyway. I mean, I guess she holds a grudge. <laughs> so um, she's like, she spends all of her money on lawyers and constantly has to take out car insurance ads or do car insurance ads to keep the lights on and pay lawyers to continue to chase me down for money I don't have. I'm so sorry. We're distracting you, Queen. Between me and the surgeons, we owe you a huge apology. <laughs> so she's being real clever and shady. <laughs> Atlantic refuses to give her any money to produce a second album because they took so much of a loss in her first album that she's now starting to promote six years later. She's just trying to make her, she's trying to get under her skin again. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm Has so Cardi sorry. Has Cardi responded to her at all? She, uh... Well, let me see here. Let me just finish this here. Because I know she was, I mean, the, the Cardi B story that I saw most recently is that she was in a, uh, she was going after the stepson of that billionaire who yeah. sadly probably is not with us any longer, mm-hmm. who was on that sub, because he was posting some weird stuff. And by the way, if you want a weird ass side trip on the internet, mm. go down the weird rabbit hole of that dude. Yeah. It's not good. It is not good at all. But she was so. Car, my point is, Cardi B was going after. Yeah, she was talking about this, calling him that, a spoiled yeah. brat, yeah. etc. On the internet. So, right. where does Tasha K come in? Uh, well, that's a good question. If I could just finish the rest of this post here. Yeah. Again, I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. But if you want music, real consistent music. Please stream Barbie World this Friday. <laughs> iSpice is from where she is, and I can give you the music you all need instead of her giving you the Tasha K album. Oh, so she's trying to say that yeah. iSpice is better than Cardi. Right, which also has to do with um, another beef that Cardi B has going on. So um, it doesn't look like... From what I can see, um, oh, here she has. And Tasha K with your despicable yep. blank. That's the response. This is the response from Cardi B. To bring up takeoff to prove a fake point is disgusting. I lost weight. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. Me and my man still dealing with this to this day. They're talking about how takeoff uh, from Migos died, which offset her husband was in band Migos and so they're dealing with the tragedy of his death um, I'm a rapper we target all the time so of course I have guns for protection I'm targeted all the time but since you want to be funny for comments I'm going to make sure your kid doesn't go to college okay yeah. Cardi B Basically, you think my I'm lawyers don't you know you're money. hiding money in Africa oh. I'm going to make sure I get every red cent of my four million Ooh. don't ever put takeoff's name in your mouth Ooh. I don't know of the people I would go after. Like, I'm not starting beef with anybody, much less Cardi B. What is because she? she is not afraid to just go there. She also said she carries guns for protection because yeah. she's a celebrity yeah. and she has to. I'm like, uh, she didn't reference, gun, reference guns in the first post, but why is she bringing it's lo- It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But the first, I don't know, when you are typing out a post or an email that's nasty, yeah. you should always wait to the next day. I would start with this. 
don't post something nasty. Yeah, but sometimes people get angry and oh, they want to post something. You can't do that anymore. But you can't, especially if you're already being sued by Cardi yeah. B. No, the world, I can't, I don't even honk at people anymore. <laughs> no. I used to. No. I used to get, like, people would laugh at I, me like, you are mm-mm. you are not a Minnesota driver. Because I use my horn, not as a judgment tool. But just but like, as a, hey, pay attention. Like, hi, I'm here. And you can't do that anymore. I, mean, I do if can. someone's going into my lane and they're going to crash yeah, against yeah, me, yeah, I yeah. will honk. But I, I was an aggressive honker. Oh, <laughs> because I'm just more. like you know, get out of my way or like you know, stay in your lane or whatever it is. I'm just saying you don't want to. These yeah, days, anymore. I just take a yeah. deep breath and slow down. Oh get in my the gosh! Right lane. A friend told me about on the Waze app how you can put it to the voice being like a calming person. Oh yeah, and you can like, pick all now. sorts of voices. Have you ever done boy band? No. Yeah, there's like, and they'll like sing it. Well, that's good. Yeah. This one's like, now's a great time to take a deep breath. That's like, a good you're idea. now exit. Yeah. And now I love a the ways, time by the way, to reflect on that you haven't been pulled over by the police that we're going to warn you about that's coming up in three miles. Yeah, nothing's, it's not worth it. It isn't, but this is, it's Nobody cares if you're butter. late. Yeah. Like uh, going back to the original story here, this this is um, her entire blog was you know, it's it's not. Uh, there are so many things like this. That's why I'm curious as to why th- this blogger was singled out because there's so many blogs talking about people. Why did she? Wh- yeah, that's a I great don't even question. know why it's considered like what we do. Even is like okay. We speculate on things, but if someone didn't like it, I'm not saying do this, but I'm just saying, how is it different? I guess we're not saying she has herpes. Yeah, I don't I don't think we go around calling celebrities names or implying they have diseases they don't have. No, but we do talk about other people that talk about it. That's the key right there. But we also say that Mm -hmm. we're clear that this is a rumor. I didn't write this and I didn't see it. It's gossip. It's alleged, supposedly. It's all alleged. Well, good luck to Tasha Kay. It sounds like she and Cardi are going to be uh, friends for a while. Oh, God. By that, I mean going back and forth. I think forth. it's a little, um, I don't know. I mean, to say, I'm going to make sure your kids don't go to college. I don't know. Cardi, <laughs> be better. <laughs> uh, Cardi can do what she wants. She's a grown-ass woman. That's and, true. Uh, I'm going to go over here now. Okay. Because when we come back... Of Cardi B. No, I'm not afraid of Cardi B. I just don't need to get in a beef with Cardi oh, B. Oh, right. Thank you. Well, I don't either. Just I ain't honking at Cardi B if me she is either. in front of me on on uh, 35W. But when we come back, you, Don, are going to tell us a story about The weekend. Why? Well, because he's in a TV show that nobody is watching, including you. But you've got opinions about the show when we come back right here on My Talk. Equity. I Yes, you do, my talkers. And I was just talking to a friend today that she's got an issue with her air conditioner. And uh, when you've got air conditioning issues, what's the best thing to do? Call my friends at Hero. Why? Because they're the pros. You'll see that red truck bebop down to your house. Get that AC working uh, again. And actually, if you haven't had any problems with your AC, can I recommend you get the AC tune-up for just $69? Uh, at Hero, that $69 is going to give you so much more than that $69 uh, out of your pocket. What I mean by that is the pros at Hero come out, make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. 
If it's not, they'll give you recommendations on things you can do to make sure it is in tip-top shape. But then, after that, you're going to get a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee. So, you don't have to think about it. You can just enjoy that AC blowing out beautiful, cold air all summer long. Call Hero.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 1071. This is the place for entertainment, and uh, people sure are entertained by the idol. This is the show that is... Are they? Uh, well, they're entertained. They're hate-watching it at oh. this point. Uh, and The weekend, Abel Tesfay, as that is his real name, he's claiming that before the idol even aired, there were people who already hated it. Why was this brought up? Because of Oreos. Oreos. Initially. Yeah. Oreos actually tweeted something about the idol. Uh, the cookies? Yes. Okay. So your their social media team was getting in on the conversation because I will say if you've been on super on super on super internet. No, if you've been on social media, <laughs> yeah. um, people have just been like poking fun yeah. at the show constantly. So they obviously got it on the game. What did they have to say? Uh well. There was news that the idol on, uh, actually, it's so weird because so many things happen in 24 hours, but yesterday there were rumors that the idol was going to be canceled, okay, because it sucks so These bad. These rumors have been around since, like, the first episode, right. I feel like. But some real traction came, and HBO actually had to later on say that's not true. Okay. Okay, so, but people thought that was real. Oreo tweeted, finally some good news. Oh, rude. Wow. Shady. Abel. Can I just say I'm reaching my limit with brands being um, bitchy (laughs) on social media? Oh, but you have to follow Oreo. Now you have to, because I've started to read their posts, and whoever's running that account is pretty funny. Are they? Yeah, I like it. Okay, so he tweeted, oh, well, he said the F word, oh, blank, they've been talking S. So he knew that it was about him, and he was irritated, Okay. And he also was irritated that um, he said people decided a long time ago that they wanted to hate the idol before it even started. He also tweeted, his name in the idol is Tedros, and he tweeted a meme that said, Tedros Nation Rise. And people were like, you're trying to meme the show to be good. It's not going to work, basically. Um, but he has been obviously online, like furiously looking at who's saying what, praising the people that say it's good, and then attacking people online that's like that are 
you know, yeah. criticizing him. It's like, dude, just stop, please. Seems just stop. I think you should just lean into the fact that people say it's bad, make fun of yourself. And then, you know what I mean? Because that would be taken as a positive thing. Cause at this point it's not going to get better. Okay. Yeah. Quick ripping. But, um, Another thing that I wanted to uh, play is I have a clip from the latest episode of The Idol. It's episode three. And I just want to explain before you hear this clip, the reason why I'm playing it is because of the music in it. The music at the end is very like we're at a romantic peak here type of a thing. And I want to play that first so that. What is happening is that he's talking to Lily Rose Depp's character and, you know, trying to pump up her confidence. But he's very manipulative and creepy. And he puts this robe over her head. Okay. And it's very controversial because she can't really breathe at the time. And then he opens the robe with a knife in her, like, to give her air. But it's almost like the music is like, like sort of a, uh, well, just listen. Here we go. All right. You sing sitting down? I do. Get up. You gotta stop caring what people think. You are too blocked up in your head. (laughs) Yeah, you're thinking too much. You need to block out the world. Feel it. Don't be scared. Now she can breathe. Sing. Now you can sing. Okay. So it's like this. The music is like from the Titanic. It's not very to, melodramatic. Sorry, to reference that now. It's very melodramatic it's and almost like dark. a like you're watching a love scene or something. But it's really super creepy and I would say sexual assault type of a thing. Uh, it's weird. So I noticed when he spoke about the the show at the Cannes Film Festival. That he was really um, talking with the creator there on the panel, and he was super hyper-focused with him. This guy also is part of the creator of Euphoria, and it really hype, really involved in the music of Euphoria. So when The weekend and this guy got together, their focus on the show was primarily to really get involved with the music of the show, of The Idol, and creating a soundtrack for it. But I think the plot ends up being secondary to that. And I think that's why. And also confusing what kind of music to use where. Some people might comment, well, it's supposed to be, like, ironic. Or maybe just, like, it's supposed to be a contrast. But I don't know. Here he is on the panel at the Cannes Film Festival. This is The weekend talking about the idol. Uh, initially wanted to make... Um like a, a dark, twisted fairy tale with the music industry and everything I know about it um, and heighten it. And we wanted to really focus on um, how, can we create our own pop star? Can we create um, somebody who is trying to find themselves and um, using my experiences, using his experiences as an artist, using Lily's experiences from her point of view um, and just, you know, creating something special, daring, exciting, fun, you know, make people laugh, piss some people off, you know, it's just. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Uh, I took out maybe two minutes of pauses in that. Oh. So that was real slow. 
Yeah. <laughs> to begin with. Mike, you were going to say something? Yeah, that actually, that clip that we played prior to that, that's actually the end of episode one. That oh, is end the of episode fi- one. Yeah, that's the okay. final moments that happened in episode one. I talked about that kind of like 50 shades of gray. Yeah, like, you did. I remember. The line, that's the moment that happened where he kind of sat her down. Where he's like, we're going to get edgy right now, and I'm going to put a robe on her head. Yeah, we're going to get edgy by wrapping a robe around your head, then tying the, the belt from the robe around her neck, pulling oh, it tight. And by the way, Don't this is that. right after he asked her, do you trust me? And she said no. Yeah. Uh-uh. And then he does that. And then at the very moment where she's like really suffocating, struggling, struggling to breathe, he yeah. takes his knife out and says, open your mouth. And it's just creepy. Which uh, I'm getting the sense because what, you know, Mike, I know you watch this. Yeah. I have not watched this and it's hard. You know, like I don't I, I'm, I'm judging the way that everyone on social media is without mm-hmm. having firsthand knowledge. But the sense that I'm getting is that he thinks he's presenting something over the top. And people are like, well, maybe you're just being really salacious or sensational Mm -hmm. instead of actually using over the top in a like a thoughtful, meaningful way. Like you're just like you're maybe not being as refined and thoughtful as you thought you were i'm sorry to keep saying yeah, no, that's that's right yeah and I you're, you're right. i think a perfect example of that is the most recent episode episode three that jeffrey epstein joke where it's like oh wait we're gonna be edgy and we're gonna say something that's kind of yeah. funny but it's kind of over the top funny over the line it's like but junior it's high be, edgy exactly and it's not yeah. hilarious it's not funny it's not built around a good story which just makes it feel you know gross unnecessary and gross yeah, yeah. unnecessary right yeah i know that uh, in the same interview at can he also talked about what their inspir you know they have a lot of inspirations personally like Quentin Tarantino and uh pulp fiction and you know i think that some people can be inspired by things but i hate to say this they don't have the talent yet to write at that level and so they're sort of trying to combine uh someone else's unique ability to tell a story into what they do and the writing is a little bit too on the nose and is it's not it's not doing well, but now people are enjoying hate watching it. I guess. Yeah. Which well, you said you were going to try to to catch it, so you'll yes. have to let us know what you think if you actually um, sit down and watch. I will. Although, good luck to you because it doesn't sound like it's going to be that enjoyable. Mike, you guys were out after what two episodes? Yeah, and for me to be like, okay, I'm just done with the show is pretty rare. So <laughs> that's not something I'm very good at. No, so, that's not yeah. something. Uh, unfortunately, in my house, uh, <laughs> we're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I will just, allowed, I yeah. will just stop like i'm done i'm out but yeah. if we're watching it together my partner will be like no we gotta finish mm-hmm. you're like oh god sometimes it's worth it though because i will tell you sometimes you get two or three episodes into a show and you're like okay i can make it in but it sounds like yeah. this show is perhaps not here's been my hesitation this is a mechanical thing so we right now we're on Discovery Plus, and we watch that more than anything because of 90 Day Fiance shows. We watch like eight of them. I'm not kidding you. It's our most used app. So we have a history on that app that we don't want to lose, which is so stupid. Uh, but we don't want to start over because we haven't found a way to combine it. Like when you sign up for Max, you get Discovery Plus along with it. But there doesn't seem a way, to be a way unless you know out there listening to take your Discovery Plus and add it and make it Max. So our history would be erased from Discovery Plus. Yeah, it's Plus. a totally separate app. Yeah. So the content will be there, but it's not going to show it's your not past. Gonna show our Because that's, that's a totally separate which app. Which is so stupid, but that's why we haven't signed yeah. on to Max yet. Yeah. 
Well, you can keep the app, just not pay for it. I don't know if it would just want- still show you what you have watched so you could keep it for reference. But uh, yeah, it's so when dumb. we come back, a question for you. What's the extreme adventure thing you would do? We're going to talk extreme.